Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to Make Money Behave. Today we're going to talk a little bit more about the car dealership stuff that I started talking about yesterday. I promised yesterday I'd give you a few tips that I learned and honestly my little story got a little bit long so I cut it off but I don't want to leave you hanging and so we will get into just a few tips that I have observed over the last few years of trying to be in dealerships. Uh, but first I want to just take a second to let you know that today we reached 850 downloads for this podcast and I, I don't know if that is a lot or a little based on the fact that we've had 30 um, episodes, but I don't really care what it is in comparison to anyone else. I think it's absolutely fantastic that we have 850, uh, whether it's people listening or, you know, 25 people who found it interesting enough to listen over and over 850 times. So whatever that is today, you are listening and I just want to say thank you to you and thank you to all of you who have shared this podcast with other people, whether on your Facebook feeds, verbally, or really any any way that you shared it. So thank you. All right. So without further ado, let's hop right into some of the tips that I have learned from being in a dealership. Um, one of the things that I noticed just this last time that we went was that on all of the cars, you know, like it used to be where all of the vehicles would have a really giant, bright colored neon sticker on the front of it, right? And what did you see there? It was a dollar sign and then it had the amount that that car was going to cost you. So let's just say $14,764. That's what you would see, right? This giant $14,765. And you knew that that was probably the price you were going to pay or at least that's where the negotiations were going to start. This last time that I went, do you know what I saw on the windshields? $300. and then of course in really small print underneath that it said per month. Why do I bring this up? I bring this up because it's a psychological trick for you, right? If the people selling those vehicles to you can get you into the mindset of how much is this going to cost me down and how much per month, then it starts to become more affordable in your mind. And the problem with that is, you know, we do, I do teach about making sure that each month you kind of sit down and know what your budget's going to be or where you want to put your money that month and that kind of thing. And so I guess you could say I do kind of encourage you to compartmentalize things monthly. Even when we talk about things like car insurance that are due every six months, I encourage my clients to at least have an idea of if you have to pay $600 in six months, then I want you each month to put aside $100 so that you don't have this big whammy, right? Well, the problem with that when we talk about this is that it's it's just a trick to get you to pay more for a vehicle. Because instead of looking at actually how much you're going to pay for this vehicle, they get you into the mindset of how much do I have to put down today and how much do I have to pay each month. The effect that that has is it reduces the the level of sticker shock that you experience. And so when you're scrolling through the lot and you're seeing these beautiful things that you just think are way out of your reach, if you were walking down and you saw something that cost $15,000, you say, oh, yeah, I just, I don't have that money right now. But if you're walking through the lot and that same vehicle instead of $15,000 says $243, then you start to go, well, I can afford $243. Of course I can afford that. 
And so you start to allow yourself to entertain the idea of you being in that vehicle. And that's exactly what they want you to do. Okay. Now I want to just point out to you that these days, car dealerships are actually, oh my gosh, it just makes me cringe. They're actually allowing people to finance their cars up to 84 months. 84 months. Now, in case you haven't had your coffee yet today, I'm going to do that math for you and let you know that that is seven years. Guys, there are marriages that don't last that long. Okay, and we're gonna we're gonna put a person into a vehicle for seven years. Chances are they're not even gonna keep that vehicle for seven years, but we're gonna finance it for that long. Now I'm not going to be the one to tell you that you can't finance a vehicle for that long. That's you know you know me. I mean you. I want you to make your own decisions, but I want you to make well-informed decisions. And I want you to understand that if they say, well, we can get you down to $140 a month, of course you can, as long as I pay that plus interest for seven whole years of my life. Is a vehicle worth that to you? I don't know, but I'd ask I'd ask that question. So just be aware of that little trick that they're doing as you're running through the, the beautiful car lot, right? And you're seeing the different things. Ask yourself, are they putting the sticker price on there or are they putting the monthly cost on there? The other thing to keep in mind when you're looking at the monthly cost, if you really think about it, they throw a monthly cost on there, but there's no way for them to know how realistic that is for you. You might have a really high credit score or a really low credit score. That's going to affect things. If they want to get you into a $145 payment, for most people or for some people that might be over the course of three years, but maybe for you it's going to be over the course of seven. So that's just some of the stuff that you need to think about. Once they tie you into the idea of that monthly payment, they will find a way to make that monthly payment work, but it's most likely not going to be in your best interest. Okay. The other one of the other tips that I learned was that once you find a vehicle that you really like and you think that you have an idea of how much it's going to cost you, they come to you with this paperwork and there's this elusive options section. And oftentimes those options are going to run you anywhere from like $1500 to $3500. Now, there are some things in there that you would never would have asked for anyway, and their job is to pretty much try to upsell you on these different options. If you don't question it because you're just looking at your monthly payment, they, they're going to slide that right in there. So just kind of keep that in mind. Um, again, we're going to go back to that monthly payment and to say, let's, let's say you've decided you can afford $240 a month. They are going to find a way to sell you the car plus the um, warranties plus the title tax and dock fees plus all the options. They're going to throw all that in there and they're going to just say, okay, we're going to put that over seven years and now we've got your $240 payment. And so you don't realize you're buying more than just a car that day. And uh, that that's just one of the other little things they do. So please, please be aware of the options that they throw in there. They will always default to yes. They're just going to kind of put them in front of you. And if you don't question it, you're going to buy those options. Another line item I want you to just kind of keep in mind is the tax title and dock fee. Now that line item, you have to pay taxes. It's a sales tax, right? And usually that is a percentage based on the sales amount that they give you. So whenever I do any negotiations, I try to get them to lower the sale amount. So that way it also by default will lower the tax amount and the title amount. Um, but just kind of keep that in mind when you're doing it. I learned from a friend yesterday 
that in that tax or yeah in the tax title and doc fee area they just lump it all together but if you ask for an itemized list you'll notice that they usually charge about anywhere from 300 to 500 dollars for your doc fee i think the last car we bought it was itemized out at 475 dollars maybe and a friend that i just met with yesterday she informed me that it really only costs them about 200 to 300 dollars to do that so she's usually been able to negotiate that down to about 250 dollars um don't take my word for that i've not tried that but it's just something that i will next time if we go in and do that but whatever you do make sure that you see the line item broken out and then one thing to also keep in mind with regards to your title cost at least in Arizona I don't know where you are excuse me listening to this but in Arizona our taxes our title I'm sorry our title cost is actually based on the value of our car and so they will uh, kind of estimate something but last time we bought a car at the dealership I noticed that at the dealership they actually charged us more for the title and licensing fees than was necessary so I was able to get a refund once the actual tags came through so depending on what state you live in that might not be as much of an issue but I just want to make sure you are aware of how that works works. And um, another thing that I want to tell you is that warranties. I want to put a huge disclaimer in here that I am not a car expert. I'm not even a car dealership expert. So the things that I'm telling you are just things to keep in mind when you go in. So I'm not a mechanic. I don't know about, you know, how often certain cars or vehicles will break down. I, I don't know. And so I'm throwing this disclaimer in there. Um, you can do whatever you want to, but I want you to at least, no matter who you are and what you are, what you know, I want you to at least read all of the fine print before deciding whether or not to buy one of the warranties that they sell you. Okay. Um, we have gone back and forth. There have been times when I've said, you know, I don't, I don't believe in warranties. I don't want to buy one. And then, you know, I've, I've been talked into one before. Uh, but then when I go home and read the fine print, I realized that the amount of risk that they were taking off of our plate was not enough to justify the amount of money I was paying for that warranty. So that's really what warranties are for. And you just kind of want to make sure you ask yourself, is what I'm paying for this going to offset my risk enough to justify this cost? Uh, so again, read the fine print when you're looking at those kinds of things. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is trade-ins. A lot of people go to dealerships and they're ready to trade in their vehicle so that they can get another one. Well, as I mentioned briefly on yesterday's episode, a lot of times we bring in that car to trade in because we're upside down on that vehicle. And the only way for us to actually unload that in our heads is to say, okay, well, we're going to take this in. We're going to to eat the difference and we're going to roll that difference into the new loan. But if you are not upside down on your vehicle, you can actually just sell that thing and you will probably get more money for it in a private sale than you will by trading it in. So don't just assume that you have to go trade in your vehicle. I oftentimes like to say, okay, I've got a vehicle sitting in the in the lot and here's what it is. And I let them give me an estimate of what they would give to me as a trade-in value. And if I don't like that estimate, and usually I don't, I will say, no, thank you. We'll just go ahead and sell that on our own. And then we'll make, you know, however much more do it that way. So as long as you don't owe more on the vehicle than what you could get for it, that's a very viable option. Okay. 
Another trick that they use is that once you're in negotiations and they say, I understand that you really, really want this vehicle over here and that your no budge you know, number is 17,000, for example. Um, I'm not able to do that for you for 17,000. However, I do have this other vehicle over here. Since you're comfortable with 17,000, could we get you into this vehicle over here? And as we were driving away from this last time that we were there, I said to my husband, you know, it's very fascinating to me that what they're doing psychologically is they're getting you okay with this idea of this number. Like this is a number that my brain is comfortable with. And so instead of getting me into the car that I want, they're going to get me into the number that I want, but they're probably going to sell me a car I could have gotten for 13,000. But because I'm okay with this number of 17, they're going to put me in that car for 17,000. Do you see how that kind of works? And and here's the thing. If you're not aware of what they're doing, you walk in there and you're blindsided. Like it just happens so fast and it's not your fault that it's happening. It just it's just the way that it is. Our psych, you know, psyches work that way. And so that's why I want to just make you aware of some of these things before you go in. Then the other thing that I want to talk to you about before I hop off is that I want you to know your credit score before you go in. Now, I don't preach a lot about knowing credit scores or, or building your credit scores, but I also know that that's a very important thing to a lot of people. And if you are going to a dealership and using credit to buy a car, you need to have a decent credit score. The thing is, if they run your credit score, it will look as a as an inquiry and it will ding your credit score. So unless you're absolutely sure that you're going to sign docs and you're going to get out of there with a car, you want to avoid having them run your credit score. So one of the things that I did was I have uh, like through my bank and through some other ways there a lot of times now you see where they have like credit wise and just some free things that are attached to bank accounts that will run your credit or at least not run your credit. I'm sorry that will monitor your credit scores and you can have an idea of what your credit score will say. And they update it. Sometimes I've seen some programs that update it like every six months and then I've seen programs that update it like every couple weeks. And so if you can find one that updates it every couple weeks, that's obviously going to be more um, accurate for you. But, you know, having some sense is better than no sense. So what I did was I pulled up the credit wise information that I had and I said, OK, I know that I have a score around 800. And I said, if you could just run some numbers for me on that based on that score, I would appreciate it. He said, well, we can go and pull your score. I said, no, no, no. I don't want you pulling anything until we know. Just trust that that's the number. And then I pulled up the credit wise and it showed 804 as our current credit score. And it was enough for him to say, okay, I can at least run some numbers based on that and get an idea. And I'm really glad that we didn't have him pull our credit because we never did buy that vehicle. And so, you know, that would have just been a, an unnecessary ding on our credit report. But that's just a quick tip for you, especially if you are working to build your credit score up. You don't want unnecessary ding on your report. Phew! Okay, those are, I feel like I just sped through this list of like five or ten things that I wanted to tell you. And I know that I was kind of all over the place with the different ones. And this is something that if you really want to study more and just be more prepared before you walk in, then you may want to go back and listen again and just take notes on a couple of things that came up. But the overall generalized point that I want to make is that 
you need to be aware of some of the things that are happening. And the more prepared you are when you walk in, and when I say prepared, I mean like you know your score, you know what price you're willing to pay for what kind of vehicle that you want, and you know the longest you know amount of time that you're willing to pay for that. You know to look at the bottom dollar price, not the monthly price. And you can be aware of some of the psyche things that they're going to be messing with you on. Then you can go in prepared and you can feel good about any purchase that you make that day. You don't have to walk away feeling guilty, right? The last warning that I'm going to throw in here is that if you implement some of these things, you are probably not going to be liked. The more that you self-advocate and the more that you dodge some of their attempts, the less popular you're going to be when you walk into these places. And you know what? That's okay. I mean, that is is the last place that you need to be a popular person. Uh, But I just want you to know that they get frustrated with that kind of thing. And so you're probably going to bump up against a little bit of resistance. But you've got this. Anything that's worth doing and, you know, has resistance. So so you can do that. Okay, I have an appointment I got to get to. So I'm going to head off for today. I did not talk about taxes today, although today is tax day. Uh, maybe we'll save that for another time. I just wanted to make sure we wrapped up some of this car dealership stuff because I felt like I left you hanging a little bit yesterday. Just a quick reminder before I sign off that if you have not yet gone to iTunes and left a star rating and or a review, I would so appreciate you doing that. I think that that helps other people find me a little bit more quickly. And I really don't know how all that algorithm goes, but I do. I've been told that. And so I'm just asking that you go ahead and help me out with that. And I really, really do appreciate it. In exchange for that, I will continue to put this content out there absolutely free to you. And um, speaking of free, have you yet taken advantage of my free 30 minute phone call? I'm actually doing some Zoom calls which means I can see you face-to-face, which is awesome. Um, But if you prefer not to see me face-to-face, we can do it by phone. But either way, I want to offer you a 30-minute free coaching call so that you and I can see what's one thing that I can help solve for you that day. And if you decide you want to work with me after that, great. If not, there's zero obligation. So let's try to set one of those up. If that's something that interests you, just go ahead and email me. Maria at cashinonchange.com and I will set that up with you within the next week. Okay. All right, you guys have a fantastic rest of your Tuesday. We will be in touch. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.